Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS. It's our focus on North Rutherford County today, presented by our friends at Turner Security. For residential, commercial security needs, turn to Turner Security, locally owned, operated right here in Murfreesboro and Smyrna, Rutherford County, all over Middle Tennessee. You can check them out at Turner Security online as well. We're coming to you from the Willow Window Broadcast Center. Willow Window is making your home beautiful again with replacement windows, doors, and decks online at willowwindow.pro. State Representative Mike Sparks is uh, in studio here with us uh, today and kind of let us know where our conversation is going to lead here today, Mike. Well, uh, thank you, Brian. Um, I contacted um, uh, Sarah Murphy with uh, Coalition Prevention Coalition for Success, see if she'd come up and um, you know, kind of talk about what they're doing to kind of help prevent um, uh, addiction and kind of lead um, uh, some of the youth on the right path, which, as you know and, and listeners know, is a huge issue for us today. And um, and I'm going to allow her to just go ahead and introduce uh, her guest. All right. Pull that over real close there. Sarah, how are you? I my, my chair up a little <laughs> yeah. bit here. I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm Sarah Murphy. I am the director of the Prevention Coalition for Success. We're a nonprofit. Our offices are here in Murfreesboro. We cover um, all all of Rutherford County and also some counties outside of Rutherford for some of our grants. We're a primarily a grant-funded organization working in preventing substance abuse in youth and adults. Oh, okay. I was I was going to ask you to give you uh, or give us your your two minute stump speech. I'm sure you <laughs> you have one of those just to kind of uh, get us a little more familiar with uh, Prevention Coalition for Success. I mean, you you look at that and you think, hmm, I wonder what they do. Mm-hmm. So, uh, kind of expound on uh, on on that if you would. Sure. Where our focus um, for Rutherford County is um, is prevention of alcohol and non-medical use of prescription drugs in youth and young adults. Um, we are consider ourselves to be a public health organization, so we focus on some really broad kind of universal changes and environmental changes. So one event we did just wrapped up recently were the drug take-back events. So that happened at the end of April. That's a day designated by the DEA, National Drug Take-Back Day. So um, the reason we our focus for those events are if we can remove um, potentially addictive, potentially dangerous prescription medications out of people's home, then that you know removes that possible temptation for a youth to tr- to try one of those medications. Mm-hmm. So those types of big environmental changes, making sure our youth don't have easy access to alcohol, for example, just really trying to reduce the risk factors and then increase the protective factors for the kids in our county to make them, you know, safe and healthy. So we have, um, like I mentioned, we are grant funded. Our largest funder is the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. So we're really thankful to then we also have a grant, some grant funding from the Department of Children's Services. We hold the grant for Safe Baby Court through that. And then we also have working in alcohol, um, youth alcohol prevention and safe driving, a grant from the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. So um, we really, you know, try to coordinate these grants. They're all focused on reducing substance abuse, um, also reducing the stigma um, surrounding these, um, you know, disorders and what it, you know, encouraging people to ask for help if they need help and whatnot. Um, 
you know, to just, again, create a healthy community. Um, our primary, another primary function, we have a few of those, I think, <laughs> is to um, operate a community coalition. So we hold um, two monthly meetings a month and bring individuals and organizations together. And some of that is just connecting resources. There are so many great things in Rutherford County. We had a presentation from United Way, for example, at our coalition meeting yesterday afternoon, which was um, still on Zoom, if that's an easier option, but now also meeting in person at the Murfreesboro Police Station. So just trying to bring resources together and solve these problems as a community. So you, you mentioned uh, youth and and young adults, um, mm-hmm. but it sounds like a, I don't want to say a, a priority, but you, you really are focused a lot on youth substance abuse. We are. And so a lot of that is just simply to where we can prevent. Um, it's much more, there's a tremendous amount of benefit in preventing these problems before they happen until waiting until there is some sort of intervention or treatment needed. So preventing is um, really where we try to focus wherever possible. We do have a couple of grants um, and um, certainly we are wanting to help connect individuals to resources. So if somebody needs treatment resources, we have a, a grant called Project Lifeline that can help with that. We have a grant working to provide resources for our first responder community, working a lot with law enforcement, the Rutherford County Sheriff Office, mm-hmm. to help those officers and help those first responders with individuals they may encounter in the community that need those referrals to treatment. But if we can go as upstream as possible, and prevent the need for those, um, then that's really um, where we can want to focus wherever possible. Yeah, uh, a lot to to unpack here. Micah, I know that when we talk about prevention, doing things uh, to to try to keep individuals really out of the judicial system, if you will, uh, that, that seems to be kind of a, a focus here. And so you have to be pretty happy with their work, I think. Well, I, you know, I do. When you see the, the breakdown of the family today, and that's what I appreciate about them, they're, they're one group that's that's working on that. And, and um, Sheila's at Barrera, is that how you say? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what you're kind of doing now, yeah. right? With the, um, But I see it, and we've seen it as a culture, um, and one of the issues I've tried to tackle as a lawmaker, which is difficult to just bring awareness to the lack of fathers in homes today, lack of mentors. Um, and I know you can't legislate those those areas. You can't, you know, it's just, it's difficult. But I think to bring awareness, and that's what we were just, mm-hmm. you were just sharing with me, Sarah sharing me in the lobby, because uh, we've got Jacob um, Lamb with Journey Pure, I think it's going to going to join us as well and I, I gave him like a 10 minute notice to come up on the air i just for some strange reason i just thought about him on the way up here and he's like hey i'll i'll join you so jacob's uh, uh on, on his way former metro uh, police officer and um but you know it, it's I, it's frustrating for me because i see what it costs society i see the jails i see the impact that it, the places and even on teachers and our system and um our, our prison budget is one point roughly 1.2 uh, billion dollars you know, so that's just Tennessee. I mean, that, and we house the largest amount of inmates, um, you know, as a nation than any than any country on the face of the earth. So apparently, whatever we're doing is seems to be not not working too well. So I appreciate what Sarah and Sheila's doing. Well, interesting that uh, <clears throat> you mentioned the school system, and and mm-hmm. Sarah, these these teachers are uh, 
really in in the classroom are the front line for a lot of things. I mean, just it's unimaginable what they have to do. But I'm I'm sure relationships with them and 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 knowledge about your work is 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 very important for teachers to know too yeah absolutely um we actually through our tennessee highway safety grant fund a program it's an online program for students in the middle schools and high schools in rutherford county it's through a a large um, education company called everfi but it's called alcohol edu and then there are also some um, programs Um, related to um, mental health and wellness and also prescription drug safety. So really just trying to utilize that where we can and support those teachers. Um, I'm not qualified to speak on it, but I saw it in the news. I know we had several Rutherford County schools and I believe Murfreesboro City Schools that have joined that trauma-informed school um, program, which I believe is through the Department of Education. So, which is fantastic because you're absolutely right. Any way that we can support teachers, they are absolutely on the front lines. Um, so it's we've seen some interesting reports and some some differences in the schools from COVID, of course, and the stress that has been felt by all of us, but certainly our kids um, in the school. And we know it's been an incredibly challenging years for the for all of the teachers. And we're just very grateful to have the wonderful school systems in this county that we do. Sarah Murphy uh, is here today along with uh, Sheila Barrera. And we're going to talk with uh, Jacob Lamb here in just a second. State Representative Mike Sparks. Sarah, I wanted to go... I, I, I wrote down this word you you mentioned as you were talking a second ago, the word disorder um, and and stigma. And uh, Mm -hmm. is that just an an educational component that trying to, um, I guess, teach the the public that it is a disorder and and really what goes into that and and try to take away that stigma? That's absolutely right. And as um, a public health organization, one of the most important pieces of work that we can do is to raise that awareness and advocate um, for individuals with substance use disorder, individuals that need treatment, and just, yes, trying to remove the stigma. It just, we know there's many barriers for an individual that needs treatment services. There are, there may be insurance barriers, there may be time barriers, you know, they can't take a month off work to, to receive some services that they need. So just remove if we could all openly talk about these challenges because it really is impactful on I would dare say there's nobody that in some way their lives are not touched by substance use disorder Um, and if they think it's not they you know they may just not be willing to admit it yet Mm -hmm. so as a community it's just a you know it's a burden on all of us and we want people to get help and so however um, we can talk about that and um, reduce the stigma and reduce those barriers that's absolutely what we want to do so let's let's kind of transition to sheila here a bit and sarah kind of set this up and tell me about the uh the new initiative that sheila is really involved in absolutely so our this is actually um this is a fairly new program this is being funded by a national nonprofit called the national center for state courts and rutherford county is a national pilot program so a large part of our time spent 
incident so far. There are some similar programs across the country. We've met with, um, I believe, let's see, Louisiana and Florida and Colorado and California. So to try to, um, you know, gain that knowledge from the existing programs. But we are um, collecting a lot of data surrounding this and trying to create a model that could be expanded in the coming years. So the program is called the Family Preservation Initiative. The goal is really to prevent the need for involvement from the child welfare system. Sometimes the child welfare system, they exist for a reason and they are, they're needed, but if we can help families and heal some of these, um, the challenges that they're facing and um, keep, keep prevent the need for that further system involvement, then that's gonna prevent trauma to the, the child, it's gonna prevent you know, future rifts in the family, perhaps just try to keep that family together. And so there's some proven methods about wraparound services and whatnot on, and that's where Sheila is the expert. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I I would think too, that in that, that that helps uh, alleviate the pressure on the welfare system as well to allow them to do more of the work that they really, not that they don't need to do this, but to free them up for um, um, other work. Absolutely. <laughs> They're definitely overburdened. Yeah, That is a great point. So Sheila, uh, g- kind of uh, tell us about this uh, new family preservation uh, initiative. And uh, as, as Sarah mentioned, it's, it's brand new, right? It is brand new. It's a new problem solving court. Um, that focuses on keeping the family together whenever it's safe to do so um, to prevent more trauma to these children. Um, We are working with the Administrative Office of the Court, Judge Davenport, Juvenile Courts, Youth Service Officers, um, School Resource Officers, Teachers, School Counselors, So if they notice something um, about a child's behavior, it's changed, they're different, they can call us and make a referral. We go out and assess the situation and decide what wraparound services they need. Um, You know, if a child's having that much difficulty in school that a youth service officer or a school resource officer is involved, there's something going on in the home. Mm. And we want to focus on the whole family um, because if we just treat that child and nothing changes with the parents, nothing's going to change. You know, and... For parents, it could be substance abuse, mental health, um, or it could be that with the the children, that they have substance abuse issues or mental health issues or truancy or delinquency. So we go in and do assessments and find out what all is going on in that family. Sometimes you find out right away up front, and sometimes you're a little while in before they get comfortable enough to tell you. Um, And then we provide whatever services, substance abuse treatment, mental health, um, individual counseling, family counseling, evidence-based parenting. We have mentors, parents who have been this before and have been successful in a program um, that can provide support for that family. Um, As Sarah had mentioned, I think a lot of families, even if they know something's wrong, the asking for help is not something they will usually do. So to have 
parent mentors that will go and say, we've been here, we understand, and you can do this, is a big deal and very helpful. Um, that was one of the things we really we have focused on a lot because we felt like it was an important component for these families that they feel like they're not alone. Mm -hmm. Now, we we've talked a, a lot about family here, but you know sometimes the, there are strained relationships, as we've mentioned, um, the the fatherless issue, and you have mom working several jobs trying to keep it all together. I mean, it can can be overwhelming. So I I, I guess you can also kind of help um, with these uh, prog this program to to give that extra help that maybe these single family homes need, right? Um, or single parent homes, mm -hmm. and. You know, one of my main goals when I go in is not to overwhelm that parent any more than they already are. So we try and do a lot of in-home services where they don't have to drive, they don't, you know, make those appointments. And if they work, you know, I work with their schedule and, and visit when it's convenient for them, not for me. Um, it's really important that a family that's already that stressed, that the help isn't a burden. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Sheila Barrera here, uh, Sarah Murphy, and uh, talking about the Prevention Coalition for Success and uh, specifically now the uh, Family Preservation Initiative. And, uh, Mike, anything from you? No, I want to thank Sarah for... Um you know, we, we had the uh, the event about a year and a half ago, the mental health opioid um, town hall, and uh, uh, Director Spurlock and, and uh, Dr. Linda Gilbert were there, and Barry Tidwell, Steve Irvin, sadly Steve's passed on, and, and sadly um, uh, Dr. Linda Gilbert passed on, but but she helped me, that their group and others helped me with my the social worker BP ratio bill. We passed out a committee, but we were able, weren't able to fund it. Uh, I kind of nicknamed it the Dr. Linda Gilbert um, initiative, and because um, uh, Dr. Linda Gilbert at that event, and it was it was a good event, and uh, had a, a good panel. Dr. Brian Terry and others, Tennessee Mental Health Cooperative was there, and um, she said, "Mike, if there's one thing that you could do to kind of bridge that gap," she said, "I just feel like more counselors and social workers could help." bridge that gap and and those folks that knew dr linda gilbert you know um she she knew the issues i mean you know uh and she probably knew more about education than i'll ever know and um i valued her opinion sadly she she passed but i told shane reeves you know shane carried it for me and shane said well you know it's gonna be difficult i said well we're at least moving the needle i said any anytime you're i think you're discussing the issues and you see the need because it, it passed overwhelmingly in education it passed and but then when you've got to fund these things it gets difficult it's got a six million dollar fiscal note but there is um and i'm not trying to put down our county or anything but but across the state there is a lack there's a void of social workers uh, and school nurses, which is a whole other topic, which has a huge fiscal note on that. But um, but I just want to thank her for for her uh, help and S Director Spurlock and and Mayor Kitchen, uh, Craig Harris, and others that um that helped us get that county resolution passed to help me in the legislature. Well, let's uh, take a quick break. We'll come back and uh, kind of regroup for the home stretch here on the show today, presented by Turner Security. Turn to Turner Security. 
Hey, it's Brian Barrett. Here at the radio station, we needed a security solution to keep the staff safe while also giving us some flexibility with guests entering the building. I've tried to find a solution for years, met countless representatives, and they all said it can't be done. That is, until I turned to Turner Security. Not only is it done, it's done right. For your home or business, take it from me. Turner Security is the only place I'd turn. Turn to Turner Security. Adams Place is founded by Dr. Carl E. Adams, a physician and lifelong resident of Middle Tennessee. He and Jenny May had a dream of building a campus concept of life care facilities for older adults. Adams Place Residential Living Director Terry Deal. Discover that senior living is fun. Call us at Adams Place and arrange a tour today. Adams Place is at 1927 Memorial Boulevard. If you want to get some barbecue, i tell you how to do it. Head for the Slick Pig and you're into it. Just walk through the door at 1920 East Main and your nose will send a message right to your brain. Say, mmm, smells good. And barbecue. Slick Pig. We got ribs and beans. Got spicy wings. Slick Pig. A Murfreesboro tradition. 1920 East Main. This is a paid legal ad. When a family member is lost as a result of someone else's negligence, the grief can be unbearable. It also leaves you with a lot of questions like, how did this happen? Who's responsible? And is my family going to be okay? That's a lot to go through, but with the law offices of John Day on your side, you don't have to go through any of it alone. We understand what you're going through, and we have the experience to get the answers, justice, and compensation your family deserves. Call the law offices of John Day. Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS. Continuing the show here today, State Representative Mike Sparks uh, in studio with us here as well. Uh, Sarah Murphy is uh, in studio, and uh, Mike, we're kind of moving over, and uh, uh, I guess, Sarah, maybe you can tell us uh, about. Journey Pure and how that all works together, and uh, Jacob's here with us. So I think, uh, you know, I mentioned, and I want to just take one quick moment because I was reminded, uh, one group we haven't talked about, we've talked about a lot of um, first responders and the court systems and whatnot, but I just wanted, I thought it was important to take a minute to mention the importance of the faith community in our county and the power that they have to reduce stigma. So I know we don't have time to return to that topic, but I think it's, you know, important. We work with a lot of our broadly the faith community, lots of churches, and the Murfreesboro Muslim Youth Group um, are great coalition members of ours. And um, I will um, turn it over to another wonderful coalition member of ours, who is Jacob Lamb, and I will let him, I'm just going to move the microphone over and okay. let him talk about Journey Pure. And uh, Jacob is with uh, Journey Pure. How are you, man? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me awesome. here today. Yeah, good to have you here. Pull that mic a little closer there to you. And uh, so tell us a little bit about Journey Pure and how uh, you're part of this Prevention Coalition for Success. Well, Journey Pure is a recovery treatment facility uh, with our flagship here in Murfreesboro. Also, we have uh, one in Knoxville and Bowling Green and then facilities in Florida. Um, and just here, a part of uh, the coalition to uh, bring awareness to prevention and just uh, of addiction. There is such a stigma. Um, it's something that affects everyone, but nobody talks about. Um, and I've, I've seen it firsthand. I spent 13 years as a police officer. Um, and it's, it's something that um, it's not just 
Uh, people in addiction aren't just the the drunk on the on the corner begging for change. It's uh, it's our preachers, it's our teachers, it's our neighbors, it's our brothers, it's our sisters, it's everyone. There's no one that's that's not impacted by it directly, but nobody talks about it because there's that stigma. My big thing is if we all talked about it, then we can come up with solutions. Hmm. But we're all too afraid to talk about it because there's that stigma and it's that vulnerability and it's that lack of accountability. Do you think it's that uh, also you, you, you mentioned several professions there, not picking on uh, on any of those, but you know, the, you're in the workplace and you're a respected police officer or preacher or teacher or whatever, and to admit and, and get past that stigma is, is hard for the individual as well, not just what society says about it. Absolutely. Yeah, so how do we get past that? Um. It takes courage. You know, one thing that, that I say about people with addiction is they have a competitive advantage. Someone who's an addict will do anything to get their next high. They don't focus on their obstacles. They focus on their objective. And if they channel that energy, um, then they can do anything. And so they can, they can beat addiction. Um, I also say Dr. Gaber Mate, I'm messing that up, uh, has a wonderful uh, video on YouTube that childhood trauma leads to addiction. One in three girls and one in seven boys are sexually assaulted before they're 18, and over 90% of them know their attacker. Um, we're not addressing that. Um, I know there's good people who who have made it through that without going to abuse or go, going to uh, substance abuse. But if you think that putting a needle between your knuckles is for recreation, it's not. It's an escape, and it's escape from trauma. And if we had them, uh, if we we looked at addiction as something like that then we'd have to hold those people accountable too. But we'd have to have that conversation. But it's uncomfortable. But the only way you're going to get comfortable is if you live in uncomfortable. Mike, maybe uh, today just just bringing this up um, could help someone out there that was uncomfortable about it. I don't know. Well, the sexual abuse is very uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable for me as a lawmaker to talk about it. But but um, Lamb is, is correct on it. I mean, that's where people need counseling and therapy. Uh, and that's where the faith community does come in because, you know, on the on, – Rutherford Magazine we did we're doing on Sunday nights now we talked about forgiveness in those areas and that's difficult for people um uh, celebrate recovery tries to hit those areas alcohol anonymous and all but I, I appreciate the the uh Jacob bring this up man because it's a important issue and that's one thing that's so great about journey pure is we're a dual diagnosis we do everything from detox inpatient um PHP and, and intensive outpatient and and we don't just deal with the uh the addiction we deal with with the source of what led to the addiction. Um, and, and like you said, with the, 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 if it leads somebody to it, um, I put myself out there um, as much as I can. Uh, if, if you don't feel comfortable calling the number, you can call me. Um, my number is on my Facebook. You could Facebook message me. You could send me a message on Instagram or on Twitter, anything, any, whatever platform you want to reach out to me. And I'll help you, I'll help you get to the, the process of, of getting your treatment. Um, it's, all about, it's all about getting people treatment. Um, and just, I love what I do. It's not my job. It's my calling. Mm -hmm. Well, we've, we've got just a short time here. So I want to make sure that, uh, that we're able to, to wrap this well, one up. One thing I want to compliment uh, Jacob on is, you know, and I don't know if you, that he, he is, I see a lot of, I don't want to say fake sometimes, but sometimes I think people are fakes, but this guy's real. And that's what I appreciate about you. And Sarah's real. And, uh, and when, when you can just hear the conviction in people's hearts and their passion, and that's what it's going to lead to change brother i mean it's not more laws it's not more regulation that stuff's not working so i appreciate you and appreciate what journey pure and sarah's 
Sarah's doing and your heart, you know. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. So uh, tell us how we can find out more about Journey Pure, and then I'll let Sarah do the same thing about uh, the coalition here. All platforms of social media. Um, you can go to the website, journeypure.com. You can call me. You can email me. Um, I'll even put my number out there, 615-696-9312. You can call or text. Um, like I said, my own social media. Um, just whatever whatever you want to do, if you feel comfortable reaching out, give me a call, send me an email, whatever. Just let's get you treatment. Let's get you help. Let's get you in your, your path to recovery. Very good. And uh, Sarah, any uh, final thoughts from you here uh, as we wrap up the program here today? Well, I'd be happy to share our websites as well. So and and social media, follow us on Facebook, right? <laughs> and Instagram. So but our website is PC4S.org. And then we have a, a group called um, We Care, which is an opioid crisis alliance of Rutherford County. And that that kind of committee of ours um, created their own website. It's WeCareRutherford.org. It has treatment facilities. It has mental health facilities. It has information about substance use disorder and addiction. And it has a meeting calendar and other um, resources in Rutherford County. So it'd be great, you know, check that out. It's WeCareRutherford.org. Just trying to, to share those resources. Very good. And um, Mike? 20 seconds here. Anything else? No, listen in. We got a new show, Rutherford Magazine. Appreciate your encouragement. Appreciate Bart. Uh, starts at 5 o'clock. And addiction, some of the areas we want to hit faith, freedom, a little bit of politics, and, um, and a little bit of music. You know, we played Tupac of the day. We talked about the, we talked about Mother's Day and died into the, a little bit of the fatherless and the importance of mothers in our lives. I think it was a good show. Uh, so join us this Sunday, uh, 5 o'clock. Sunday's 5 o'clock, 5 to 6. Rutherford and, Magazine. Yeah, Dalton's a great producer. You know anything about that guy? Nah, he's shaky <laughs> he's sometimes. He's doing a great job. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for our show today. Thank you so much for listening in. Hey, if you missed any part of it, check the podcast at WGNSRadio.com under Rutherford Issues.